2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
3: Well, ladies, let's talk about your bags. Are they real or oh, fake? What oh, you dude. Do, man? You Are st- you talking about under eyes? No, not oh. your under eyes. I'm oh. talking about your purses. Oh. Yeah, your handbags. Oh, yes. you should have said that. Designer purses. Because it could be saddlebags. <laughs> it could be all kinds of yeah. stuff, like <laughs> I didn't even you think, think about that. that. <laughs> well, apparently it's big business out there, and federal agents seize more than $3 million of fake Gucci products. They say it happens all the time now.
4: Yeah, Gucci, yeah. Fake Gucci. Is it? Is it what it is? <laughs> it starts with
3: an F? I don't understand
1: why they even bother. Hmm? It's like they're, they obviously, you can go down and buy them a jockey lot, Anytime it's open, or any, you can go online and order these anytime. So they're obviously not stopping it. I don't, yeah, are right. They're just arresting some people every now and then.
3: They say counterfeits of designer goods are a multi-billion dollar market. Estimates that counterfeiting now accounts for more than $450 billion a year. That's more than 6% of the world trade, of all world trade. What does it matter, though? Yeah. Honestly. I think that's what well, Tom was saying
1: in a different way but for the companies that are actually selling that stuff it matters a lot to them yeah, yeah sure but
4: for me i would rather get a 30 dollar fuji well, well we of know
1: course that you would. but yeah. that's the point they're they've built this brand that's worth a certain amount of money and all these fakes dilute the value of their purses because now everyone's like oh that's
5: probably just a fake anyway and so they don't want to buy it i assume everyone i see is a fake exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's on facebook yeah <laughs> but that's like you know back in the day people would make uh, CDs of of albums and sell it under the table and it'd be like a what do they call it uh, when you but you're ripping off the artists so technically you're ripping off Coach who probably don't even like, notice yeah. the difference it, they, <laughs> and
1: Coach probably don't even hardly feed their people now because of all those rip offs I mean
5: that's true why would you want to buy a bag that's made from you know child labor probably
3: well
1: that's the <laughs> original shops.
5: ones yeah, well original.
3: M- <laughs> most counterfeit <laughs> designer bags come from China. And the counterfeit goods they come through. Uh, they say New Jersey and Long Beach, California. So that's two ways they're getting into the U.S. Okay, and I'm guessing they're getting in through Mexico too. Probably. I don't know about that.
1: They, I don't think they're bringing in high design. I've never seen a bunch of immigrants with designer purses on their back.
5: Why don't they? Why do they always come through the oceans? Why don't? You know, I've never seen one on Hartwell. I, I know. <laughs> Okay.
3: <laughs> one forty foot container of fake bags can turn a profit of two million to four million dollars.
1: I am clearly in the wrong business. Yes, you are <laughs> apparently. And I'd be that one unlucky person that got arrested. Yeah.
3: Top five most counterfeit bags. Here we go. I'm gonna need your help on this one, Tom. Okay, I gotta think Louis Vuitton it, has to be well, at the it is. top of this. It is, but I these are the top five. So number five is Vive Saint Laurent V Saint Laurent
4: What I, is that? It was so far off in my head. I'm like, where is he trying to go with
3: this? <laughs> what
1: is it? Saint-Lauren. Saint-Lauren. V Saint Laurent. Yeah. What? Go ahead. You do it. You v- do.
4: Laurent? I'm probably butchering it too. Oh, okay. Now I can't do it so right. Don't call
3: <laughs> me. No, I I did. It's V Saint Laurent. Okay. Next, number 4 is Hermès Birkenbag.
1: bag. Hermès. <laughs> Hermès. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not
3: Hermes.: And I don't even know that one's not. that's kind of like a square bag. Aramis.: Those yeah. are beautiful, and they are so
4: expensive. Th- that's not
3: Hermes.: It's not. OK. Or Hermes?: <laughs> right. Hermes, It's French. <laughs> number three is Gucci bags. Those are fake. You got that right. Mm-hmm. And Chanel was number two, and of course Tom nailed, the number one one is Louis
5: Vuitton. So no coach. No coach, but coaches in the top 10. Yeah, it seems like my friends and family, they always have Coach. Well, you know, and there's
1: different ones that go through different phases of popularity. And then also, I think some of them have cheaper bottom-end purses, and those will be big popular with people that can't afford the really high expensive. It's like there's no cheap Louis Vuittons. You ain't getting into Louis Vuitton for less than five or $600, maybe 300 on a key on a
5: key holder or something. i got to ask, why? Why would you want to spend that much? It is a waste of money. It's just to, to prove so, you can afford it. Yeah, see, that's just wrong well, well, thinking that, to begin with. That's because you don't have a lot of money. There's I'm people not material, out there. Uh, I, what? Well, I don't have a lot of money.
3: Yeah, I'm like, uh, we, true. We, we don't have a lot of money. There's people out there that have oh, boo of money. It's like, okay, I'm
5: buying Louis just Vuitton. Don't think I'd spend my money. I'm not a materialistic person, as you know. But if you you were a billionaire you'd be different
1: probably I, I and not know. only that I don't but know it's, I would. it's changed to you at that
3: point it's so little
4: well some of them are also investment too i mean you have like celine bags that cost tens of thousands of dollars
3: <laughs> now that's from woman's perspective that's yeah. a, it's an investment, honey. It it an investment. An
5: investment. <laughs> No, it's not. there <laughs> is a thing that said yes. purses well, are yeah.
1: better than stock i told mm-hmm. this story on the air the other day but it's still it's like oh yeah it's <laughs> like
3: a really
1: long term and not
3: that much money so are the Legos and, you know, $20 shoes and action figures, too. $20 shoes? Yep, I mean, I'm
5: sorry, did I say $20? Yeah. <laughs> expensive shoes. See, so nobody can make fun of your your dolls anymore because of that. Those your are dolls. action figures. I'm sorry,
3: yeah. But for Louis Vuitton, if you are buying knockoffs, okay... You may not even know it at the jockey lot. (laughs) Oh, you'll know. If there's a real guy at the jockey lot, (laughs) he's a real Louis Vuitton. I
1: I will say this. My wife got me a Louis Vuitton wallet for a present once. They're no better made than the knockoffs. The originals are no better made.
3: Well, Louis Vuitton knockoffs are called, I guess, speedy bags, and there should be five stitches going across the handle horizontally, not six. Right. Okay. And the zipper on the bag's main compartment should have a leather toggle attached to it, and inside
5: the label
3: should be embossed leather.
5: Right.
4: Okay, so don't let anyone get close
5: to your knockoff. How would you know? You're about to ruin some relationships when that guy thought he got a good deal on that that Louis (laughs) purse, and she's going to find out it's not. Well,
3: and the V, or the L and the V are a little bit different. (laughs) It's a W, really, not a V, and you can't tell? Louis Vuitton.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Sometimes people don't even know whether to buy the real thing or not. Unless you're getting it at the Louis Vuitton store, you probably aren't sure.
3: So be very cautious if someone offers you, like, let's say, a Gucci gun rack for your truck. That's possibly a knockoff. Those would be nice, though, wouldn't
4: they? I don't know. They've got the the dog dispense bags now that are like $500 Mm -hmm. that are real.
3: For the poop bags. Yeah. And Gucci, they do make the, don't they make the live bait bucket? If you want to go fishing fancy, I can't see. I've seen I that. Don't know.
5: <laughs> I don't have money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I
1: guess <laughs> going back to that, Cato, what you're saying comes from a point of view where a hundred dollars means a lot to you. But what if a hundred dollars just didn't mean anything? A hundred dollars
5: when I go out for one night.
1: Okay. Well, the so. thing is, is these billionaires. That don't mean the same to got, them as it does us. I know what us. you
5: mean. I don't understand it. Well, Man, you're you, right. I'm not a millionaire. But well, not only millionaires are buying these coach purses. Well, here's and, and how Louis I could Vitons. explain
1: it, maybe, is it's the same way you see a quarter or a penny. Whereas there's some people <laughs> that would be like, oh, my God, you would throw that quarter away like that?
5: Does your wife have a Louis Vuitton purse? Yes. Yes. Okay, there you go. You must be a millionaire. No,
1: not me. I didn't buy it. So, but I mean, she bought it with her money. That's the person I'm asking
5: why.
3: If it's you,
4: an investment. Okay. She likes the way
3: it looks when she's out in it. Heck, if I could buy Louis Vuitton toilet paper, I would. Wow. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but I can't, y'all. It's just Charmin. That's a good idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.
1: I've got a really useful tool for you to ha- help you assess the relationships in your life. Good. This could be u- useful for me uh, maybe if you're going to look at a romantic partner and decide whether or not they need to continue on in your life. It could be useful for a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a lot of different people that you can use this test on, and it's very simple. Let's do it. It's called Two Beers and a Puppy. Hmm. The two beers and a puppy test <laughs> is Heard <that> a joke. <laughs> quick way to figure out if you want to keep someone in your life. Okay. Here's how it works. You have a simple two-question test that tells you basically everything you need to know about how you feel about a friend, coworker, or family member. Number one, mm-hmm. would you want to have two beers with this person? Okay. So you're not just committed to one beer. You're going to sit down for a little bit and hang out. Do you want to do that with this person or not? And number two, would you trust this person to look after your puppy for the weekend? Hmm. You can apply it to a dog, if not a puppy, but it just sounds better with two beers and a puppy. So this person, are they reliable enough that you could trust them to take care of your pet And are they interesting, entertaining, or worthy of having two beers with you and spending that time talking with them?
4: How early in the relationship are you asking yourself this? Because what if you're already stuck having the beers with them and you're like, I regret this?
1: Well, at that point, you kind of know the answer to your question, though. Maybe it's time to cut them loose.
3: You know what? Usually when you hear the term two beers and a puppy, there's something worse involved. I'm (laughs) not sure about that, to be honest. (laughs) Because we were at a party one time and we got our boss's dog drunk. Well, not drunk. He oh. just he drank he drank uh, some beer. Where's <laughs> pedo when you need him? I know.
1: So basically what you're saying is for him, you didn't need to be in his life anymore. I, 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 yeah, yeah. He <laughs> won't get rid of me. <laughs> we are not, not yeah. trustworthy It wasn't enough. a puppy. It was a dog, but yeah. Okay. Well, like mm-hmm. I said, dog is fine. It just sounds better with puppy. I'm
5: trying to think if there's anyone I wouldn't have two beers with. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. For you. I mean, most time I'll just, sometimes I'll sit at the bar by myself and have a beer and end up meeting but, someone. But you know what? You do have some friends and you think about it. It's like, I don't trust them with my
3: dog for a couple weeks to watch my you know animals or even yeah yeah, even for a
5: short time exactly yeah there there's that yeah Yeah.
1: um I and I feel like a lot of times people are in these relationships where they would answer no to one or two of these questions but they're still in the relationship with this person and you have to say why why would you still be dating this guy that you wouldn't trust to take care of your puppy for the weekend. That's not a good person to be in a relationship with. But there are women out there dating guys that are that lame.
4: True, but, you know, we might be able to change them with time.
1: Okay, that might be the answer to my question. Why are these people with it? They think they can fix them?
4: (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you look at that as like, this is a project I can maybe take on.
1: Wow. Okay. So now as the guy who was often the nice guy sitting in the wings, wondering why she chose him and not me, it was so frustrating to see them... Work with these losers who were untrustworthy, unreliable, and often vapid. But they were a good-looking football player, or they were a—you uh, know—they had long, sexy hair, and they looked like a Fabio or something. Is he talking
3: about you, Hall? I don't know. Um, I wasn't a football <laughs> player, but I had the Fabio hair. Yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> and then you're like, don't they see that I am a much better option? But no, they didn't, because they were doing what you said, Tori.
4: But sometimes those guys are a little too much. Like, you just might not be willing to go into such a deep relationship at that time. And he's like, please, please, please. And you're like, oh, it's just, no, not yet.
3: Is she talking about me? No, she's talking about me now. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that, that I'm person, the guy that's like, no, nah, I don't
1: want that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go with boy toy over here. <laughs> And then you're like, wow, I really liked her, but she chose the boy toy again. Mm -hmm. I think there's more to it. I think there's also probably the... the The guy who didn't get picked, he's got other things he don't know about going on.
4: Yeah, and a lot of times the guy who's like, I'm a nice guy, why don't you, it's not always like that. What do you mean? Uh, Sometimes nice guys are not nice guys. Like the more that a guy says, I'm a nice guy.
5: I'm a nice guy. Exactly. (laughs) That's like when people say, trust me. Yeah. 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 You 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 can't really trust them at that point. (laughs) So,
3: the theory is two beers and a puppy that right. Tom has when it comes to relationship. Coming up here on the show, we have two coffees and a cat. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: or, <laughs> or, or a bunch of cats. When well, not there movie? There's a movie out about this, right? I don't I mean, know. It's not a puppy. It's a cup.
3: It's two
1: girls oh, and a cup. That's
3: totally different. <laughs> oh, you do
1: not yeah. want to watch that. Okay, my bad. That'll ruin your hope of humanity surviving.
4: When do puppies get here?
1: Um, when do the beers get here? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I think I've got a better idea. How about two bottles of tequila and a
3: bathtub full of ice? <laughs> this is just going downhill, <laughs> man. Let's stop right I here. I feel like I'm going to be sick after that one. What <laughs>
1: happened?
3: I'm going to push this button right now, <laughs> y'all. I promise. Please.
1: Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
3: Okay, parents, kids start to realize that we're full of it. At what age? It's actually younger than you think. Well, I don't know. When is that? Because I thought that we had a little while. Well, you know, as parents we want our kids to think we've got our act together and that we know what we're talking about. Well, I think up to a certain age, they naturally believe that even if we don't
1: try to tell them that. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, you can tell a three-year-old whatever you want and they'll pretty much believe you. Yeah. But that won't last much longer than that. Really? Yeah. I yeah. was going to say five. I was going to say Eight. <laughs> or, okay, they found kids can already be skeptical and start to question us when they're as young as four years old. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what causes that. Then they uh, really start figuring things out when the, that we're, we don't, don't know what we're talking about at age six. And
1: I'll tell you what causes it. School. The moment you send your kids (laughs) off to school, (laughs) you're not the person anymore that is, like, telling them all the information. And Mm so the teacher says something different than you, and they don't trust you. They trust the teacher for some reason. Mm -hmm. Dad, that's not what my teacher said. Yeah, I know. And you're like, well... Do you not know your teacher? Their teacher's an idiot. Oh, now you don't want to do that. I did. I yeah. did because they disagree with me. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think that. I think it's just weird how they trust you so much, and then one other person throws that off track so quickly.
3: It's very freaky, man. Yeah. It can be grandparents, too, sometimes. Yeah, they Throwing... don't usually do that unless oh, they're stupid because that... they can get cut off to the,
1: <laughs> being able to be around the kid. Or it could be your uncle. <laughs> uh, that's true yeah. uncles don't give a crap they don't not no. at all
5: but, but Lillian's five and she called me out one day because I made a comment about I've been busy why I haven't been over and she goes well tell me what you've been doing that you've been busy oh, yeah. like, like she didn't believe I've been uh, busy yeah. so yeah. I had to tell her everything I'd done that yeah, week yeah calling you out yeah that was
3: our last so basically parents kids start to realize we're f- full of it around age five four or five and the researchers they told obvious lies to a bunch of little kids and tried to convince them they were telling the truth. For example, and this is kind of silly, but they showed them a rock and claimed it was really soft. Then they'd leave the kid alone with the rock to see what they did. <laughs> the younger kids just believed it, but the older kids were much more likely to pick up the rock to see if the adults were lying. And four- and five-year-olds sometimes did it too, but not as often and as then the older the, kids. And
4: then when the liar came back in, the kid threw the stone at him. So how could no, you?
3: they didn't do that. Well, now, is this mm-hmm. a parent or is this an adult? <laughs> a parent and slash adults. Because yeah. I would think an
1: adult is different than a parent on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, just a stranger adult, they're not going to be as likely to I agree. believe. But if it's a parent, they're very likely. And if it's a school teacher, they'll believe them the most.
3: Yeah, but there's many times in a parent's life where you're in that situation where you just kind of make it up and hope that... <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes yeah. you're on your cell phone Googling it and turning your back to especially when you're doing homework. I got that one. (laughs) So uh, these are some things that we keep telling our kids even after they realize we're full of it. For example, they say, I'll let mommy kiss your boo-boo. I'll make it feel better. Now, that don't work after 13. I still still like for the people to do that. You
1: you like mom
5: and kiss you boo boo? For friends, you know.
1: And I think my kids still like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not me, but for uh, mom.
3: Okay, these are uh, things that we keep telling our kids even after they know we're full of it. Uh Uh-oh, Wi-Fi's down, it's not working, so we can't watch Disney Plus and watch that Moana movie for the 47th time.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that works until they catch you watching Netflix. See, I never
1: did that because I always felt like that the Wi-Fi was a testament to my how good a job I was doing as a father. That was part of providing for the family. So if Wi-Fi was down, I was failing. Yeah, you (laughs) felt like
3: a failure as a dad. Even now, Mm -hmm. my kids will be
1: like, Dad, the Wi-Fi is down.
3: I'm like, oh, God, i got to fix this (laughs) because they know they're counting on me. I'm providing for the family. All right, things we keep telling our kids even after they know we're full of it. Oh, Mr. Goldfish is just sleeping right now. (laughs) <laughs> wow i've replaced a couple of fish in my life well oh, i mean
4: that puppy of mine really did go live on a farm so
3: yeah i don't, so I don't get the joke it's he, he's the
4: dog so fine bought, to this the, day the
3: dog bought the farm no he, he didn't just buy went to it live he there. was a puppy he didn't have money okay <laughs> yeah so be dumb. you're saying yeah. your parents said that because you
5: don't have kids yeah. he's still believing it. So oh, hush. I got you. She's no, no, heard. he's still You're there. <laughs> no,
4: I had this dog when I was like three, and it's still on the farm. It's, it's living really well.
3: Okay, finally, <laughs> things we keep telling our kids after uh, they realize we're full of it. Everyone at school is going to be so jealous of your bow tie, little Timmy, for picture, picture day. Oh. <laughs> you dress the kids up and make them wear something they don't want to. I think the bow ties are cute. Everybody's going to be so jealous of you. No, they ain't. They're going to make fun of little Timmy and his bow tie. Well, yeah. they're, they're jerk kids. Yeah. That one's
1: going to be way earlier than the others. They, they know early on when they're being fooled about that stuff.
3: Well, just saying, parents, you got to watch out because it's much earlier than we thought. So if you're obviously lying to your kid, you might want to change your game up a little bit.
1: I will also say I got a picture of me in seventh grade with the number two hat for, for Spirit Week. And it was a hat that I wore on my head with a cardboard basketball court and two goalposts and a Panther on it because we were the Black Panthers. And Wow, what were they teaching you in school? It was Malcolm X. <laughs> but uh, but basically I wore that to school, got second place on the contest, and did not have any friends anymore.
3: Because <laughs> and your mom thought, That's so creative. You gonna make you well, one who
1: made it. Yeah. Yeah,
3: blame it on that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you don't think that was a significant factor? I don't know why that would cause somebody not to have friends. Let
3: me just say, for most of you parents in picture days, I go back and look at some of my class pictures. Comb my hair. Help me out a little bit. Like, you know, most parents forget it's picture day.
5: You go and you got a big cowlick right there. My mama did hair. And my hair was always messed yeah. up. Yeah. It was always sticking up. She was like, what are you doing in class to make your hair when stick? It wasn't the up?
3: parents. It was us.
1: Yeah,
5: uh-huh. I think it
3: was us. What are you thinking, parents? Mm-hmm. Quit lying to the kids.
5: Hawk
1: and Tom on B93.7. All right. It is a group therapy Wednesday. We have Leslie on the line. Leslie, you said you are a single mom and you have a problem uh, that you wanted to share with us and get some advice on.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. And by choice, I have a, a son. He's absolutely fantastic. Okay. So... um, I'm a really independent person, and I do a lot by myself, but there's this guy, and so I live in an apartment complex, Mm -hmm. and he lives a few doors down from me, but where I park is kind of right outside of, like, his outdoor area. Right. So every day when I come home, like, from the grocery store or anything like that, I mean, it's just me and my son. And he's not old enough to really help me with more than a bag, if I can get him to carry that. I
3: I know, you train him early, though.
0: And I try and make as few trips as possible. So he's got, like, tw- you know, 10 bags on each arm. And he always stands there. Like, when I come home, this guy will be standing there, and he'll watch me. And my son's, like, weaving between the cars and stuff. And I'm trying to keep him corralled, you know, to get everything inside. And he never offers to help. And I'm surprised because, I mean, and I've seen him around the complex a lot there was this one day that I had my son at the pool and he was at the pool just by himself. Right. And he was being really flirty.
6: Ah, okay. And so
0: I was like, okay, I mean, and he's super cute. Like, I mean, I I could see a potential there, but it's like, when it looks like i need help he doesn't offer to
3: help me okay so what do you want him to do you want him to carry the bags in for you or you know oh, i mean I, i'm happy to do some myself too i mean but like if,
0: if he could at least lend a hand or maybe i don't know like talk to my son for a second so he's not running between the cars while i bring <laughs> this stuff. I'm. i don't know i'm I, but he literally will just stand there and watch me make, like, <laughs> two or three trips like that.
3: Well, that's like most men. They'll stand there and watch you do it. <laughs> Amen to it that. Is.
4: Have y'all it ever is. spoken? Like, at all? We have. Well, like I said, he got really flirty that one day at the pool. It was just
0: small talk, but nothing more than that, really.
1: So now when you were at the pool, did you tell him about all your, uh, you know, choosing to do all this alone?
0: I did mention, I mean, because, yeah, often guys will ask, you know, so where's this dad? Um, mm-hmm. So I did mention, you know, dad was a donor. We don't know dad. You know, dad is not in the picture, never been in the picture, never going to be in the picture. Right. Um there's an opening for dad. Oh, wow.
6: <laughs> Well, that run me off. Did you say, yeah,
0: did you say that to him? Yeah. I think it goes without saying. Yeah.
1: So, okay, maybe he looks at you and thinks, well, I would offer to help, but she wants to be independent and she might be offended if I do. Because, you know, that's like a thing nowadays.
0: But, I mean, is anyone so independent that they want their kid running in between cars while they carry 20 bags of groceries?
3: Okay, you need to get a leash. Is what you want? <laughs> Those little kid leashes.
1: I I feel like that if maybe you need to let him know. Men aren't very good at guessing. You might be like, "Hey, could you help me out with the groceries for a second? Or, "Hey,
5: well, come come here real quick. I need you to do something." Mm-hmm. It would be nice to ask for help because you've seen, you've heard the stories of guys that'll open the door for a woman, and they'll say, "I don't need a man to open the door." Tom did. Was oh, was for yeah. Yeah. I knew I heard yeah. that story. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he probably doesn't know, and he doesn't want to. Like Tom said, offend you. He, some woman came back and said this to me about not opening the door. I don't know if I'd open another door for another woman.
4: But it doesn't hurt to just be like, "You good? You need a
0: hand?" Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Really, one woman could could give you guff about opening the door for her, and you'd never do it again for another woman. I'm not sure. Really. I mean.
1: I actually, I, I did that, and my wife is really mad about it.
0: So one woman ruins these things for all of us.
1: No, yeah, I, girl,
0: that's the
4: way boys work. Yeah, they get their feelings
0: hurt
1: <laughs> real easy we sometimes. We get scared off.
3: You know not Do the grocery drop test. Next time you got a bunch of groceries. What's just, that? You know, just have one that you got cans or something. Just let it roll all over the place and see if he bends down to help out. You know what they do? Like at job interviews, like the guy will drop a pen to see if the guy has compassion and will pick that pen up.
4: And if he you doesn't get, get it, yeah. just kick the can towards him. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
3: <laughs>
5: just don't drop your
3: eggs. It's yeah. right. it's yeah. right. it's <laughs> Is this? Are we helping her try to get a date or get some child care? <laughs> what are we doing?
0: I mean, date first. Child care later.
3: No. I'm just trying to help her
1: communicate.
3: I think that's the
1: thing is guys don't think. We're sitting there wondering if we get yelled at for doing it, or maybe he's just oblivious and doesn't even think, oh, I should offer to help her. But if he was asked, he might would do it.
4: But that is so frustrating. I watched a video yesterday of a mom. She's got a baby on her hip, two bags on her shoulders. She's trying to get another mm-hmm. baby out of the car, and she falls. And meanwhile, the husband walks around the car playing on his phone. It's well, like she shouldn't have to ask he's if stuff is concentrating on something
1: important. Yeah, like what, candy crush? Is that more important I'm than saying, crushing the kids? <laughs> women, they have a tendency not to tell guys what they're thinking, and guys
3: need that. And what you need to do is grunt a little bit as you get the grocery out and go, oh, a little help here! A little
6: help. <laughs> no, no.
0: Well, I have a hard time asking for help, so oh, I think I'll try yeah. dropping a bag oh, wow. and see if he comes to help me. And if that doesn't work, I might just break down and ask him.
5: Well, this is why I don't talk to my neighbors. They expect too much <laughs> of me. Yeah, I know. It's like, don't well, you help bring the groceries in? Yeah. Help with daycare? If I if I see my neighbors bringing stuff in or groceries, I just hide out until they go yeah, in the house yeah. and then I'll leave or whatever. Uh-huh. I do I do avoid my neighbors as much as I can.
3: Yeah, if they're doing work <laughs> or spreading mulch or doing uh, something like oh, that. Uh,
5: but if
1: you yeah. thought one was hot, you'd probably make more time and talk to them, right? I might
5: be nervous okay so that might be, he might be a little nervous he knows he's flirted with you before maybe he feels like you didn't flirt back i yeah. don't know but
4: what a good icebreaker hey can i help you yeah. out i mean that's a good right? way to start a conversation well maybe yeah.
3: he you know what i'm saying is, is no, no i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> but i will say hmm. that uh that he
5: might just be a loser <laughs> or maybe he just thinks he's going to get wrapped up in something that's going to be every time. Like, you know, one time ah, I did maybe. a favor for a coworker years ago, <laughs> and then they became expected of me to keep doing this for the coworker one time, and then now I have to do it every time. I feel like we're assuming
3: a lot.
1: Let's, uh,
3: let's see if someone's got better advice than what we've got. I think you always need to help okay. out your neighbor, though. That's in the Bible. Especially if you, might (laughs) could get a date out of it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Is that Deuteronomy?
5: (laughs) Hawk and
2: Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.